But God proves his love for us in that while we were still sinners, Christ died for us. I know that the story of the woman at the well is a very loved story. Jesus showed his love for this unnamed woman by showing her kindness so that she had no reason, which she had no reason to expect. I think that our reading from Romans gives us an excellent clue as to what the thoughts of Jesus were and are toward everyone. So, I want to look at our readings from Romans rather than spend considerable time on the gospel today. Let's turn to the first verse of Romans that we have. Paul makes a very bold declaration. Since we have been justified by faith, we can be bold in making claims on God's love. Let me address that last phrase first. The closing line of Paul's reading from Romans today states that God proves his love for us in that while we were still sinners, Christ died for us. In other places, Paul makes the point that if Christ died while we were still estranged from God, how much more will he do for us now that we are one with him in baptism? To bounce back to the gospel for today, this is what drove Jesus to speak to the Samaritan woman. His love is pure and undefiled. But let's move on to more points out of this reading from Romans. Paul says that we have peace with God. That is established because sin does not stand between us anymore. God is, has graciously offered his great mercy to those who do not deserve it. Uh, that's all of us. Still, in the same sentence, Paul is commenting about the grace that we have been given by God and that we can boast in the Lord. Our boasting is based on the hope of the glory of God. This glory of God is the promise of heaven. So, our boasting is about our status as members of heaven. True, there is always the risk of apostasy. But for those who understand the promise of heaven, who would not stay with Christ? I've already spoken today of all three of the theological virtues at this Mass. Faith, hope, and love, or charity. It is these three theological virtues that drew the Samaritan woman out of herself and into a faith in Jesus. But I want to turn further to the theological virtues for the rest of this weekend. Specifically, I want to focus on six words. Faith believes. Hope receives. Charity sustains. The virtue of faith, in Paul's context, is the way in which we come to understand and believe the truthfulness of God. It does require a leap of faith, an act of faith, to come to understand and believe and trust who God is. The virtue of hope is how we receive the gifts of God. We hope in the faithfulness of God. We hope in the mercy of God. We hope in the fulfillment of his promises. When we hope, we receive the gifts of God. The virtue of charity, doing good works for the sake of the kingdom of God and, of our and for our neighbor, is how we live out the actions of God and complete the work of the kingdom that he has called us to. Faith believes, hope receives, charity sustains. It is faith. It is believing in the promise of God that enables us to turn away from the selfishness of this world. It is hope that enables us to receive the promises of God so that we can live in holiness. 
It is charity that enables us to sustain one another as we pursue the holiness of God. Now I want to introduce a little bit of Catholic calisthenics to help you remember these words, okay? When we have faith, we reach toward God and believe that he will answer our prayers. So we lift our hands in prayer, open to receive what God has planned to give us. Hope receives that gift of God. So we draw our hands down to ourselves in an action of receiving into our hearts the gifts of God. Then we spread our arms and our hands to those around us so that they can receive the gifts of God, so that they can be sustained by what we know of the glory of God. Faith believes, hope receives, charity sustains. It is the action of the basic theological virtues that Paul is reminding us of in his reading to us today. The center part of the reading from Romans today is the summary of Christ's action in the world, especially through us. For Christ, while we were still helpless, yet died at the appropriate time for the ungodly. Indeed, only with difficulty does one die for a just person, though perhaps for a good person one might even find courage to die. But God proves his love for us, in that while we were still sinners, Christ died for us. I would quote a memorial acclamation from the old form of the Mass. Christ has died. Christ is risen. Christ will come again. This is what we live by faith, hope, and charity, which is the love of God. This is what we declare to one another every time we pray together. This is the action that Christ took with the woman at the well and that he takes with each one of us. He calls us to live in these virtues, and since we have been justified by faith, we have the strength to be Christ to a world that does not understand, even as the, even as the apostles did not quite understand why Jesus would speak to the woman at the well. But God proves his love for us in that while we were st- still sinners, Christ died for us. Living in faith, hope, and love is how we encounter Jesus. Remember our mission statement. One church, encountering Christ, making disciples, living mercy, sending apostles. Let us pray. Lord Jesus, pour into our hearts and souls the theological virtues of faith, hope, and charity. Fill us with a love for you that can do nothing other than to share that love with the world around us. Give us the confidence of a solid faith. Give us the joy of a strong hope. Give us a ready charity of pure love. In short, help us to live in faith, hope, and love for our benefit and for the benefit of others. Amen.